Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay. Jury. Daily. Dot com. Nailed it. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Jury Daily Show. My name is Justin Robert Young. Do it on the daily. Got uh, back late last night from the Gen Con convention. Gen Con, uh, 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 you know, I express some of my 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 fears. Uh, they like they often are with me. They were overblown. Uh, there really wasn't anything to be afraid of. I met so many awesome people. Thank you guys so much for being so nice coming out to the 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 the, the two talks that I gave. Um, I put the one about politics up on the politics Patreon. So at any level, if you're a patron of any sort, you can go ahead and get that there. It is definitely a little wonky in terms of like theming and politics. So I didn't really know where to put it up, but put it up there. So you can go get it if you'd like. But man, flying. Ah. There and look, all right. Man, we're back. This has been a while. It's been a very long time. I it certainly predates the Jury Daily program. So this is just really like old jury podcast stuff. I'm going to do something I have not done in a while. So hopefully you guys are are, are you got enough patience to deal with it. Uh I'm going to complain about how many plane trips I'm taking. <laughs> Because, man, I'm on a lot of planes. I am on a lot of planes, man. Uh, it is, uh, you know, we went down to San Diego and then to Indianapolis. The next few weeks are going to be Vegas this weekend for DEF CON. I mean, like, this is really, DEF CON's the one where, where I, I, I screwed up. Well, no, I didn't screw up. My buddy Darren runs Hack 5. He's got a big booth, big presence at DEF CON every year. I've always wanted to go to DEF CON. I always feel a little bit of FOMO whenever I go to DEF CON. Or whenever my friends go to DEF CON and I don't go to DEF CON. Because I do like InfoSec. I find InfoSec fascinating. If you're, if you're unfamiliar with what DEF CON is, basically uh, all the stuff that they're going to show you how things can be hacked in Mr. Robot, like th this is where... The, the the current iterations of all of that are discussed. So you got a lot of people talking about all different versions of hacking, uh, uh, social engineering and, uh, you know, all, all the physical items that allow you to do it. So Darren asked me, he's like, look, uh, we're, we're, this is a big year change for the company. We're down a few people. It'll be, obviously, you'll be traveling with the Hack 5 team, so, you know, it'll be covered. Uh, why don't you come on out? Come on out to Vegas. And I was like, 
you want to know what? Let's go ahead and do it. Because not only do I get to go help out Darren, but Brian Brushwood's always there, so it's a good time. And look, not to say that I don't enjoy the rustic charm of an Indianapolis, Indiana, but, you know, Vegas, right? The Vegas of it all. It's always a good time. Now, the bad part is that I don't have to go to this convention. <laughs> I'm not booked for it. I'm not going to be doing anything. I'm not expected anywhere. I'm literally just going to be a guy who's working a booth. I'm just going to be like, uh-huh, and what would you like? Okay, cool. So on one level, on one level, I'm I'm annoyed with myself that I'm putting myself on the road again for another week. Because like this this month is just nuts, right? This was going to be a free weekend in a sea of not free weekends. In fact, I don't think I have a single... All right, here, let, let's do a live segment I call Justin Looks at His Calendar. Yeah, I have one free weekend. I have the 16th and 17th that is uh, technically a free weekend, and then I am uh, a weekend in Austin to take care of stuff. I got the live show with Brian at the Out of Bounds Comedy Festival on the 27th of August, and then it is off to Dragon Con. So hopefully I see some of you people there. I see a lot of people there. All right, what well, one one quick little uh, uh, you know recap for you guys. <laughs> now, when we last spoke, when we last spoke, I told you I was going to do a little bit of an experiment because I was flying on this red-eye flight to Indianapolis. And I was like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to not get drunk for the red eye because I've slowly realized that no matter how much getting drunk makes me want to go to sleep faster, it also makes the landing, you know, like landing in wherever I'm going that much more intolerable when I have a hangover. It's a bad idea. I don't like it. So I decided I wasn't going to do it. And man, it was a really good plan. It was a really good plan. And I was following it. No, kind of not. I, I went and got a haircut and the next thing you know, uh, Darren, uh, the erstwhile uh, Hack 5 owner who I'm going to hang out with in, Ve in Vegas, uh, he's like, hey, what do you say we just get real quick drink on your way to the airport? Oh, okay, cool. So I leave, like my flight is at 10 o'clock, right? So I go at like six and I'm like, well, you want to know? Look at this. Look at this. I'll just get a nice little, you know, just social cocktail. Easy peasy. Basically like a little uh, happy hour excursion. And then I'll take my happy ass on the BART all the way down to SFO so I can get on this flight for Indianapolis. So I have a cocktail and then I have another cocktail and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know what. Hey. Let's get three cocktails. That'll be it. That's a nice little buzz. That'll take me right. It's at this point, it's like 8 o'clock. And uh, I'll get right on the BART. Take it on down there. It'll be a nice leisurely hour, right? I'll get to the airport just in time to just walk on to my flight. Oh, man, how responsible. And that's when I get the little text alert. Beep. Your flight has been delayed. To one o'clock in the morning. And so now I find myself in quite the no man's land. Because I'd been getting myself a nice quiet buzz. So I could then 
have two hours of not drinking and then get on a flight. Why, that would be just perfect. I'd landed this plane. uh, uh, I thought I'd landed the plane, right? I'd flown it to perfection. Not to be. One o'clock then becomes 155. So, of course, now I have time to kill. And as fate would have it, I was already at a bar. (laughs) So I had a really bad anger for landing in Indy. Here's a little inside baseball story that, I'll tell you what, has gotten uh, some mainstream press. Ninja. Do you know who Ninja is? Ninja is a streamer, a Fortnite streamer. Plays the game Fortnite. He's a big star. Huge star. You know, he uh, uh, had this big cultural moment, probably the biggest cultural moment in uh, uh, Twitch streaming history when he uh, streamed with Drake. But uh, he has left the platform. He has left Twitch to go to Mixer. Mixer is Microsoft's uh, streaming platform. Uh, so obviously my wife works for Twitch and I don't know shit about this. I have no idea. Right. I have no clue any, you know, any inside sauce. Here's what I do know, though, is that now all of a sudden and and nobody I don't think there's been any business reporting on exactly what the deal was from Twitch or, or sorry, what the deal for Ninja to leave Twitch and go to Mixer was. But now all of a sudden people got some stars in their eyes. Yeah. Uh, one of the other big. uh Big streamers that is, uh, you know, on on the Twitch platform is a man by the name of Doctor Disrespect. He does. Uh, he he's got a little bit more of a shtick, right? He's got a big old mustache and a mullet, and you know, he plays all sorts of games. But he's got he's got a little bit more of a a uh, little, little little bit more of a character to him. Uh, I guess a lot of these top streamers, people have been asking him, "All right, well, would you go to Mixer? Will you go to Mixer?" Let's say, let's say a move for the doc to Mixer. Let's just like theoretically say, right? Um, the number would be ha- would have to be crazy. Like, I'm talking... I, but like, I, I don't know what Ninja got. But it's got to be at Ninja's level or higher. I mean, it's just a big, stronger brand, right? <laughs> and wait... Could could there be yet another defection from Twitch? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, this is Ethan Klein on the H3H3 podcast. They are a YouTube series that uh, that used to stream with Twitch. I'm pretty sure. I think that they did. They did a stint at Big Purple. No longer there. Well, Ethan says that there's another defector lurking. In the top ranks of Twitch. And he totally understands where they're coming from. You guys probably remember that in one of the last recent episodes, I went on a rant about Twitch. Yep. I said, they're not going to last. They're not going to make it because they're short-sighted and they don't know how to keep their talent because they're so cheap. 
which is shocking considering they're owned by the richest man that has ever walked this earth. He's so rich, he wipes his ass with $100 bills. Yeah. As if Ninja didn't do way more for Twitch than they did for him. Or, I mean, it was reciprocal it at the matter. very least. Why, if we, leave you, if we leave YouTube, are we betraying YouTube? No. No, of course not. It's a free market. You need competition. That's like saying, bro, how could you leave Comcast? <laughs> After all they've done for you? How dare you? Now, Ethan's point is well made in that if you are a top creator, I very, very, very much uh, understand and appreciate that you need to secure the bag. But for everybody that wants to think that there's a ninja deal out for you, well, I don't quite know if the economics on that quite work just yet. Now, yes, there are all different sort of platforms. Uh, uh, there are all different places wherein uh, you can go and find an audience. And sometimes that audience translates. Ninjas leaving Twitch was something that made ESPN. You always know that it's made like the ESPN rundown sheets because I listened to a couple ESPN podcasts and they all mentioned it. Just like they all mention the same four stories every time because they all get the same run sheet of things that have happened over the last, you know, day. But that being said, Ninja's able to leave because Ninja's got pretty much the only brand name that esports has, at least in terms of a mainstream thing where he's on Ellen and shit like that, right? There's a lot of big names inside esports, but, you know, they are what they are. By and large, people go to Twitch. So when Ethan says, how could you leave Comcast, the question isn't that because Comcast is kind of an abstract. Comcast owns a lot of different stations. But if your favorite television show all of a sudden went from one channel to another, there's a fairly high likelihood that a lot of people will be annoyed because they like watching you on that channel or they like the way that you are handled on that channel. I would not be shocked if Ninja is back on Twitch within a couple years. Now, he will, at this point, be in a power position in terms of negotiating with Mixer because he is now the crown jewel. He is a man who left. He is a man that they need to build around. So as long as Mixer has money, then he will be, some, he will be somebody that they need to treasure. But it also does put a lot more financial pressure on Mixer because they've been around for a little bit and... Heretofore, they have not been able to really carve in any kind of meaningful audience niche against Twitch. So now they're going to have, and they, you know, they're running a big uh, uh, subscriber, a free month of uh, a subscription kind of thing for new Mixer fans. It's interesting, though. I like the fact that there's some money being tossed around. I think that's a good, uh, you know, that that is a good thing because, you know, if, if you know, and, and Ethan has certainly negotiated with Twitch, uh, you know, he left to go exclusive to Twitch for a little bit. So he knows what they're willing to offer, and he obviously thinks that it was not commensurate with what he could expect to make. 
So you do. You you need you need uh, other other people out there to kind of make these economics work. But there is a value to platforms. And you know, for for Twitch, you know, look, uh, uh, I've been streaming on there for a little bit. It certainly has allowed. You know, it's the first time that I've ever had just random people come over and say, "Oh, hi, this is. Let me sample your content." And maybe they're a fan, maybe they're not. But that's rare. You know, even the YouTube algorithm now, I mean, the YouTube scene used to be, when it was smaller, you were able to find new people. It's hard to find new people on YouTube these days. You really got to chase that algorithm. And that's sometimes doesn't lead to the best content. Very curious. Oh, this little, this little new media sphere is growing up. Today's email is from Miles, a.k.a. Papa Sparky. He writes, uh, last week a listener wrote in to inform us that all of his hospital's pharmacies kept leeches in stock. I'm not sure if anybody else wrote uh, a follow-up email yet, so here it is. Leeches are used in conjunction with or sometimes in lieu of microvascular surgery for fingers and toes. If somebody has fingers surgically reattached or they've been smashed to the point of possibly requiring amputation, leeches are used to help maintain blood flow to the digits. Leeches uh, release an anticoagulant in the blood uh, when they are feeding, and this can decrease venous congestion, thus helping prevent tissue death. Just a nugget of trivia I've been rattling off in my head for the last 20 to 25 years. This is the greatest podcast on earth, folks. <laughs> you get that level, that level of trivia delivered to your ears. I mean, come on. How can you love anything else? I want to thank everybody for listening, but most specifically, I want to thank our producers for making sure that this very show hits your ears four days every single week of the year. Those, of course, are the Jan P.D. Rave, non-specific rock and roll Martian, Stephen, Will, the O James, the OG Brito, Will, and Chris. You can email us, jurydaily at gmail.com, Twitter and Instagram at Justin R. Young, and you can join our Discord, bit.ly slash jurydiscord. I want to thank Amish Overlord for giving us the Twitch story. Until tomorrow, though, is your old pal Justin Robert Young. Telling you to please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky, but more importantly, please don't die! Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>